Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, this is Katie Keller with ClearanceJobs.com, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of ClearCast. Now, today we have the Chief of ISR and Cyber Transformation with the United States Air Force at the Pentagon, Jason Kolchar, on the line. And the Cyber ISR mission area is fairly new to the intelligence community, first coming about in the early 2000s. So it's not really a new intelligence discipline. For example, it's not Cybent, but instead we have Cyber ISR. So no matter the intelligence role that you may be working in, though, mentorship is really key if you're just entering the field or looking to revamp your career. So Colonel Kolchar is leading the Air Force intelligence efforts for mentorship, diversity, and industry engagement. So this past year, he and his team launched a beta test for a new mentorship platform that matches intelligence professionals across the Air Force with personalized mentors for career guidance. So I don't have all the details on the program, but I know that they've seen really great success and conducted a lot of research on mentorship best practices. So I'm really excited to chat more today, Jason, but thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's an honor to be here and to be able to share some of the things that we've been working on across the Air Force, ISR, and cyber community, and I look forward to the chat today. Excellent. Well, I always love to start my episodes with a little bit more about our guest. So a little bit about you. What led you to where you are as the chief of ISR and cyber transformation? Yeah, sure. So I, um, 25 years in Intel, I was uh, prior enlisted in Intel and then had the opportunity to, to move over to the officer side and through and through, I've been an intelligence officer. I, probably the last few years is what really led me to this job. Uh, I had the opportunity to go spend a year in industry working at AT&T in Dallas, Texas, getting an opportunity to see exactly how they lead, how they mentor, guide, develop, and how they run their business. In addition to spending some time at AT&T, I also had the opportunity to travel and, and visit some other Fortune 100 companies. And it was just fascinating to see what they do. And so as I got ready to leave that position in uh, 2020, Lieutenant General Mary O'Brien, who is the Deputy Chief of Staff for ISR and Cyber Effects Operations, brought me to the Pentagon to work for her and capitalize and get a little bit of return on investment for exactly what I had been learning the previous year. And so that was standing up the ISR and Cyber Transformation Office, which is about two years old. And really what she did was give me uh, three lanes in the road, right? And that's uh, engage with industry and, and develop some corporate partnerships. It's identify ways in which we can make our ISR and cyber enterprise better through mentoring and then also leading all the efforts within diversity, equity, and inclusion for the 2-6 enterprise as well. Excellent. Well, it sounds that you've sort of seen cyber and ISR from so many different views or perspectives. So tell us a little bit more about the Air Force Intel efforts for mentorship, diversity, and industry engagement and all those things you've been working on. Yeah, absolutely. So first, I have an amazing team. And uh, we've been able to kind of break up the different segments of each of those and and, and send folks out to say, hey, like, how do we make our enterprise better? On the mentoring side, it started with uh, those partnerships and engagements with the industry. So the Air Force is, is a way to get better. We realize that mentoring, coaching, uh, developing, inspiring are all critical components of growing and, and, and making our force better. And so what we wanted to do was identify 
and investigate industry best-in-class platforms that might help us achieve those relationships and, and that growth and that mentoring relationship at an even higher level. And so we evaluated uh, a handful of different companies and one company in particular really stood out to us and we were able to get them on contract. Uh, and so we, we've leveraged a best-in-class platform and what we did was we have three tracks to it. So we have a one-on-one -on -one track was the initial track that we rolled out so that mentees can match with mentors, almost like a, a match.com type of uh, opportunity, right? You have profiles, you can go in and you can identify, hey, what are the, the things that I'm looking for and where I want, I feel like I need to be mentored on. One-on-one -on -one tracks. We also have a group mentoring track so that we could set up, you know, if you're preparing for command, if you want to be in a diversity, equity, inclusion group, if you want to understand the differences of, as you get promoted, the differences going from a company grade officer to a field grade officer, because there's challenges and a uniqueness with that. And so what we wanted to do was create those type of group circles so that you could join them in areas of interest that you are feel like you need to grow the most. And lastly is leading diversity, equity, and inclusion for the 2-6 enterprise. And so it's near and dear to my boss's heart, as it should be. And um, what she has said, she said, hey, go, go engage with industry and find out how we can do this even better. And so that's what we did. And really the, the biggest thing for us, we, we rolled out two diversity, equity, inclusion strategies. We've held uh, some DE&I days where we've been able to spend three or four hours focused on bringing the right speakers in to talk to our enterprise. And the last one is rolling out a program that we've called uh, Level Up which is leaders equitably valued at every level. And it's uh, creating more DEI-minded leaders across our, our enterprise. So it's a, essentially a mentoring professional development opportunity for, for us to do that with specific to Intel and Cyber. That all sounds so fantastic. So in terms of the platform, do you have a ton of intelligence folks currently using it today? We do. So we it's not just intelligence, Air Force specialty code. So it's not just Intel Airmen, it's also Cyber. So we have cyber professionals on there as well. So since Lieutenant General O'Brien owns both the ISR and cyber portfolios, we didn't we wanted to be more inclusive. So we didn't want to just have it be Intel. Uh, and so we've got a, upwards of a thousand, call this our, our pilot, our beta test. So we have upwards of a thousand users that are both engaged on both the 1v1 platform and the uh, group mentoring platform. And then the third platform, which we just released, is the flash mentoring. So if you've got a question and you want to engage somebody on a particular topic for a short duration, uh, you'll have the opportunity to do that as well. And that's just rolled out about two weeks ago. Oh, how fantastic. That's great news. So are there any, so I'm going to get to mistakes in terms of seeking mentors for career guidance, but do you have any best practices specific to this new rollout of this platform that you could share with us today? Yeah, I think some of the, the best practices and the lessons learned is really what we've noticed is that there is a need for this, right? The moment that we rolled it out, <laughs> my, uh, my deputy who is, was kind of in charge of leading this effort, we said, hey, we rolled it out and said, hey, if you want to be part of this mentoring program, then just send us an email. What we didn't anticipate was that we would have for the first 36 hours, we had one to two emails every two to three minutes for the first 36 hours after we announced. Wow. We need to be involved in this. Um, I haven't had a mentor. I'm outside of the normal operational channels. I've been in for 10 years. I don't know what's next. 
I need to be connected with somebody, right? And that was very telling for us. And that, and that just told us that we were heading down the right path. And it gave us an opportunity to connect airmen that were seeking mentorship and guidance who hadn't previously had it. So uh, there was definitely, it highlighted that there is definitely a need for this. And maybe we should have had a, you know, not just used our personal emails to solicit the responses. Sure, sure. Collecting <laughs> that data sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it was, it was. So more generally, what sort of common mistakes do you see when people are in need of mentors and are sort of embarking on that process? Maybe if you have a personal story that you could share, I'm not sure, but any common mistakes that you've seen? Yeah, I, I think the, I'll take it from two aspects. I think that from the mentee and then also the mentor, right? And and they're both related, but it is being able to seek out mentors that are different than you and being able to mentor those that aren't like you, right? I think it's easy for us to say, hey, who's in my circle? Who is like me? Who has like experiences? And we forget that as a leader, right, you need to be able to mentor the entire next generation of leaders that are coming up and help them grow. And you might need to be a little bit more deliberate and proactive about it because those mentees within your organization, maybe they're within your organization or external to it, might not necessarily feel comfortable just coming up to you if you haven't given off that type of vibe that's welcoming, right? And so um, from a mentee's perspective, some, some of the mistakes is the same thing, right? Like going um, and only being, want, being want, wanting to be mentored by those that are similar to you and have life experiences like you, when in reality, we need to be able to take a look at the whole picture and say, hey, how do we make our entire enterprise better? And that's through mentoring and being mentored by different perspectives. That makes total sense. And I feel like when folks maybe go through the mentorship process or get that started, they're not really thinking about the diversity aspect. You know, going through some of these DEI exercises, I know that one big one is, you know, write down, you know, the five folks in your circle, whether it's personal or professional. Are they different from you? Is there a difference in, you know, race, class, you know, that sort of thing. And so I think it is showing very telling that those two should go hand in hand to benefit your career. Absolutely. 100%. And I think that's, um, you know, when young leaders are looking to find a mentor that is suited for their needs, I think that's where it starts with, you have to be able to self-reflect as well, right? You have to be able to take a look at where are my strengths and then also, where are the areas that I also need to grow, right? The biggest areas of opportunity for me. And then being able to know that I need to seek out different perspectives, whether that's race, gender, ethnicity, uh, um, other uh, non-surface level diversity type of uh, areas, or whether that is just uh, finding somebody in your organization who can help you grow in maybe decision-making, or maybe you lack in you know other types of skills or areas and identifying that they could be really good in that and knowing that, hey, that's where I need to, to grow myself as a leader so that I can lead into the future. And if you are not able to self-identify, right, then you potentially are just surrounding yourself with people that are going to continue to build upon your strengths, but you never capitalize on areas where you need to grow as well. Well said, well said. So you talk about that self-reflection for younger leaders. How about even just starting the conversation? Would you have any tips for that? Well, I think, so yes, I think that... Uh, two things, right? I think that, you know, as a younger leader, having the platform 
right? Like what we've offered on the Intel community, having a platform that you can go into and identify you know, who those leaders are, right? That makes it really easy to be able to connect virtually with somebody. When you don't have that opportunity, then being brave and being willing to just, hey, if you see a, a leader that might align with your values, might align with areas where you need to grow, somebody that you might just want to have a conversation with, if there's nothing wrong with sending them an email or going up to, to them and introducing yourself and asking for time uh, on their calendar or time to get coffee. When I was at at and I had the opportunity to go uh, and sit on uh, this amazing leadership experience they had there. And they had one of the panels. And one of the panels was this uh, this woman who was Ray, like her positivity, her, her leadership. I was just like, I need to meet her, right? I need to have coffee with her. I need to understand the way that she thinks, the way she makes decisions. And I just sent an email saying, hey, you know, this is who I am. I would love to get some of your time. And now she, you know, a few few years later, I'd consider her a friend who I still keep in touch with. So um, I think you need to be brave and bold enough to to just be willing to step out of maybe your comfort zone to ask for someone's time. That's right. Or if you feel sort of that that pull or connection to really reach out to someone, act on it, certainly. So kind of thinking from the mentor side, how can we cultivate a next generation of leaders to be successful in national security? Or what sort of things would you say to the mentors that mentees are reaching out to? Yeah, I think a couple things. One, you have this is as a leader, it's your responsibility to mentor the next generation. It's not something that you can delegate uh, to the next next person down uh, within your organization. This is part of your responsibility. The second is allowing junior level leaders to make decisions, right? Like we need to start growing them at an early age when they first enter our teams in the workforce uh, or our service to say, Look, I need you to learn to make decisions now, right? In our, in our case, right, as young NCOs, as young company-grade officers, because if you don't feel comfortable making decisions today as a junior officer or a junior enlisted member, you're not going to feel comfortable making them in 10 years when you're forced to make them and you're having to make them. So that's one of our big things, right, is, is for me and my advice is you have to be willing to, to give up the authority, the responsibility, and allow others to take it on while you coach, guide, and mentor them along their journey of doing so. Again, very well said. So kind of going back to your research and what initiated this platform, what are some significant success that you could highlight um, from all that research on mentorship, best practices, or any lessons learned? Yeah, I think a couple things. I think first is we've already touched on that there was a need for this. And, you know, when you roll out a new program or a new initiative, like a mentoring program, you wonder, will this be successful? Is it something that people want? Um, is it highly desired? And what we found, as I mentioned, you know, all of the emails that came through, everybody that wanted to be a part of the program, either as a mentee or a mentor was overwhelmingly positive. The next part is we've rolled this out and how much feedback we've gotten and how many of the particularly the junior members who have been craving mentorship, who want to create these connections, who want to learn and grow to be better, have repeatedly asked, will this program be sticking around after the one-year pilot is over? And so that's been the 
you know, when more and more young leaders are saying, we need this program, please keep it around. How do we expand it? That, uh, that tells us that there's some success there in what we've done. It's creating more relationships along the journey. And I think for us, rolling out a platform that's, that's easy for mentees and mentors to connect, that they're excited about, that you can, u- that you can use on your, your mobile device to, to mentor, uh, that's exciting. And I think that uh, we'll we'll continue to see success. Well, congratulations on all of the success. It sounds like a wonderful program and it sounds like one that was really needed and that's gonna serve a lot of these folks that are seeking those relationships and trying to make those real connections that maybe haven't been able to. So thanks so much for all of your insights and everything that you're doing for the next generation of national security leaders. And for more information on intelligence news, career advice, or mentorship, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. 